Calling all parents and teachers. It's time to rep Kid News and check out some partner brands and products we think you're going to love. Since it's an election year, how about a kid's book on voting? Or colorful ideas for a spring refresh of that messy homework desk. Plus, there's always fun Kid News swag. Moms, dads, guardians, and teachers, go to starglowmedia.com shop to check it all out. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to Starglow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite Starglow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. Today is Monday, December 14th, 2020. And we begin with V-Day in the United States. Today, the first shipments of Pfizer's drug will roll into hospitals all across the country. And within hours of arrival, the first shots will be given. The anticipation began to build yesterday as crowds cheered when trucks carrying the drug left the company's plant in Michigan on their way to 656 predetermined sites and setting in motion the biggest vaccination effort in American history. All the packages are being accompanied by U.S. Marshals and GPS tracking to make sure they get where they're going with no detours. Sensors will also make sure the vaccines stay cold, about 94 degrees below zero, which is colder than the weather in Antarctica. The jig is up and Disney is backpedaling. Ever since reopening under COVID, the park in Orlando had a rule. In order to purchase a ride photo, everyone in the picture had to be wearing a mask. If even one rider didn't, by design or by accident, the action shot would be unavailable. We're not sure if Disney wanted to reinforce its policy or because sales slumped, but at some point the Magic Kingdom started editing digital masks onto maskless guests. The Photoshop trick allowed the company to offer more photos to more people. When riders started debating the magically appearing masks on Facebook, Disney came clean and, in a statement this weekend, said it would stop digitally adding face coverings going forward and that its policy of no mask, no photo, would remain in place. Most years, it's little more than a formality, but this year, because of the ongoing tug-of-war over election results, it'll be in the spotlight. Today, the 538 members of the Electoral College will cast their ballots for president and vice president. For sure, it's all old school. The Electoral College dates back to the founding fathers who didn't want Congress or the popular vote to pick a president. That power was instead given to the states, with the numbers of electors each gets based on population. All day today, electors will turn in their paper ballots, then sign a certificate that gets snail mail to six different places. The Senate is one and will use it for the official count on January 6th. Barring any surprises, President-elect Joe Biden will win the office with 306 Electoral College votes to Donald Trump's 232. Remember the name. Two weeks ago, after becoming the first female to take the field for one of the five big college football conferences, Vanderbilt's Sarah Fuller put it through the uprights to become the first female to score. The history-making extra point was one of two she made against Tennessee over the weekend. Afterwards, Sarah told reporters, this whole time has been, if I can do it, if I'm good enough. It wasn't, if I was a girl or not, they treated me like an athlete, and that's the best I could ask for. On the other side of the sportsmanship equation, what could be a football first? 
With the Florida LSU game tied late in the fourth quarter, Gator junior Marco Wilson picked up and chucked downfield the wayward cleat of an LSU player. That spontaneous shoe toss got him a hefty penalty, kept the drive alive for the Tigers, and minutes later led to an upset win for an unranked team. In other Kid News notes, age is just a number, and that's why 78-year-old actor Harrison Ford is returning to the big screen as antiquities adventurer Indiana Jones. It'll be Mr. Ford's fifth and final time in the lead. He'll turn 80 the same month the movie hits screens in July of 2022. What would Santa say? A six-year-old Connecticut boy is in hot water this morning after racking up $16,000 an Apple Store app charges related to his favorite iPad game. At first, Mom thought the Sonic Forces shopping spree was fraud, but it wasn't, and it doesn't look like she'll get it waived. She says Apple told her she should have known about the settings that would have prevented the purchases. At least some of the country may be in for a white Christmas. On Wednesday, a big storm packing up to 10 inches of snow is expected to wallop the East Coast from Virginia to southern New England. And forecasters say it might stay cold enough, long enough, to keep it on the ground through the 25th. A quick programming note, our Kid News team will be hard at work all this week, but with the exception of a few Best of 2020 podcasts, we'll be silencing our microphone for the holidays. Check your inbox and favorite platforms for new episodes on January 4th. Now, today's Kid News Quiz. When might the first Americans get Pfizer's vaccine? As early as today. Disney will no longer digitally add what to its action photos? Face coverings on maskless riders. What constitutional event takes place today? Members of the Electoral College cast their ballots for president and vice president. What did a Florida football player throw that caused a penalty and maybe cost them the game? The cleat of an opposing player. And one for the road. A little llama attitude in London. The zoo's idea was to make leafy wreaths out of edible plants. The animals get a tasty snack and visitors get to watch them enjoy it. Things didn't go as planned, though, because the leading llama of this drama, Andre, began chowing down as soon as the zookeeper hung the wreath on their enclosure. The decor was down the hatch and digested before a single guest had time to arrive. In a press release, the zookeeper said, Andre is definitely on the naughty list this year. On the other hand, his paddock mate, Trigger, exercised extreme patience with his edible arrangement, earning himself a spot on the nice list. Before we go, it's time to turn it over to Kim for today's Kid News Shoutouts. Thanks, Tori. And a big hello this morning to our fabulous teachers and their students. Miss Judy at Tori Montessori in Boston, Massachusetts. Miss Austin at Oak Knoll in Menlo Park, California. And Mrs. Mullaney at Legacy in Frederick, Colorado. And we send birthday wishes to Keaton in Gilbert, Arizona. James in Harrison, Arkansas, 
to California for Greeny and Aksha in San Ramon and Claire and Anna in Palo Alto, Gabriel in McDonough, Georgia, Henry in Silver Spring, Maryland, Caleb in Haverhill, Massachusetts, Gavin in Pleasant Hill, Missouri, Noah in New York, New York, Matthew in Wake Forest, North Carolina, and to Texas for Philip in Houston and Noah in Dallas. A quick reminder, you can find us on Alexa by saying, Alexa, play the Kid News podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you back here for more Kid News tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning.